Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. He was calling me to, to put everything else aside. Now, I'm not suggesting that he's calling all of you to quit your jobs and go into full-time ministry as a vocation. But I'm reminding you that if you're born from above, if the Holy Spirit of the living God is making you alive right now, you're in full-time ministry. You owe everything to him. In today's message, Pastor Robert will challenge us to really invest ourselves, our whole selves, into Jesus' calling on our lives. If your Savior asked you to do something that put your life at risk, would you do it? Many of us hesitate just to do something that makes us slightly uncomfortable, let alone dangerous. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 6 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Why do we make such a big deal about the fact that they did their jobs? Because they didn't have to. Many didn't. Over the centuries, many have not. Do you understand that there have been many, 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 many Christians throughout the centuries who were half-hearted, bench warmers who never did anything for the kingdom of God, and I'm not sure they went to heaven when they died, but they showed up in churches. They sat in the seats and they sang the songs. Now, I'm saying this because that was me at one point. That was me as a teenager, as a young man, that was me. Call myself a Christian, sat right out there, read the stories, did my classes in Sunday school, sang the songs, prayed the prayers, thought I was a believer, only to be confronted much later with the reality that God wasn't fooled. Most of the people around me weren't fooled either. And when I realized that Jesus died so that I could be free and part of God's family, when I, when I actually entered into a relationship with him, I made a decision. He never withheld anything. I will not withhold anything from him. Do you understand? That's why it's my job. Because I realized he was calling me to to put everything else aside. Now, I'm not suggesting that he's calling all of you to quit your jobs and go into full-time ministry as a vocation. But I'm reminding you that if you're born from above, if the Holy Spirit of the living God is making you alive right now, you're in full-time ministry. You owe everything to him. You do not have the freedom to be complacent, to be half-hearted, to forget what he did. Do you see that? And that, that, that pastor in New Orleans, man, he, he got it. He got it. And he said, doesn't matter to me. It used to really bug me. I, I have to tell you, used to, it, and I still fight it, but it used to really, really upset me. When I would come in, you know, on Sunday morning, I'd come, come to church, 
And I'd look around and because I would notice who was not there. You know what I mean? This one's not here. This one's not here. This one's not here. This one's not here. And, and, it, and I would take it personally. It's like, you know, am I, am I letting them down? Am I not doing a good enough job? I mean, what are, you know, why are they not here? You know, and, and then one day my, my wife challenged me. She said, Robert, you're focused on the empty chairs. Focus on the people who were there. They, they've come to be fed. They've, they've come because they want to they, they wanna be taught and they want to grow and they want to be a part of what the Lord's doing at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Focus on them. And it was such a good reminder for me that it doesn't matter whether there are 11 or 11,000, God will fulfill his mission for this church. You see what I mean? The only question is, are you going to get to be a part of what he's doing? This, this old man encouraged me so much. And, you know, it, I look at our church. We, it, we're, we're actually, Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach is a pretty healthy church. If you look at, you know, the things that the so-called experts say, we should look at, like how many people are involved. You know, when you look at a, attendance compared to the number of people who are serving and doing stuff on a regular basis here, we look pretty good on paper. Most of you guys are faithful with your time, with your talents, and with your treasures. But some of you need to wake up. That's the bottom line. And as we go through the Sermon on the Mount, as we have been doing in Matthew 5, Matthew 6, it's a continual wake-up call because Jesus was just hammering away at the Pharisees, repeatedly calling them hypocrites because they were extremely religious. They did the stuff, you know, they did the things like read the stories, sing the songs, pray the prayers, go to the meetings. But he said, your hearts are so messed up. And so he continually calls them out. Today we're at Matthew 6, verse 1. Jesus says, take heed, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed... Do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues. Can you believe they were actually doing this? Can you imagine somebody comes in on Sunday morning and you, and you hear trumpets going off and you look around and you realize that it's some rich guy wanting to make sure everybody sees that he's dropping something in the offering box in the back of the room. I mean, that's kind of the picture that Jesus paints here. He says, when, when you do a charitable deed, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory from men. He tells us what their motive was. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a, a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Now listen, that phrase, he's going to repeat it over and over and over. We're going to look at it over the next few weeks here probably several times. Because there's a theme that runs through this next section here in chapter 6. Your father sees in secret. And your motives are what matter. Now, we're going to look just three quick observations about the passage. I'm not going to take very long because my introduction was lengthy. But the first one that I want you to notice, point number one, is that this was not about tithing. 
This was about giving gifts to the poor. This was primarily about giving alms. Charitable deeds, the word that's used there, it meant like giving alms. You know, if you're going to give a couple of dollars to a homeless person out on the street, or you're going to come here, like we, we do food distribution here at the church Monday mornings and Thursday mornings, you know, coming to be a part of that, help out with that, getting involved with that. Personally, the, I firmly believe that the principle of the tithe, which was in effect long before there was a law, it precedes the law. I believe it's still in effect. I believe the principle is still there to be our guide, that, that we should be giving to the church you know, that, that we're part of. And that, that, you know, the, the, the model there is 10% or greater because that's what tithe means. Since I came to understand that it's about trusting God and relying upon God, I've never not given at least 10% to the church, including this one, whatever church I was participating with. But in, in, this, in this teaching, Jesus was talking about why. He's talking about motive. He's talking about heart. If you're doing it to impress other people, if you're, if you're doing it for marketing value like companies often do, you know, he says, well, that's your reward. That's your benefit. Very temporary in nature. Point number two, the only reward you'll ever get is that one. If that's the reason you're doing it. And that's so important to understand. You know, often this, this passage gets misunderstood. People, people think that, that what Jesus was saying was that, that you, you need to keep it a secret. You know, and I, I've, I've had people go, try to go to great lengths so that nobody would know. Nobody would know. And, and literally had, had one person agonize over the fact that another human here would somehow have to process their donation. Do you understand what it's... It, it, that's not what Jesus was saying. It, it wasn't about secrecy. It was about heart motive. Heart motive. He wasn't saying it has to be an absolute secret. He was, what he was saying is just be sure that what you're doing is, is between you and him. That what you're most concerned about is pleasing God, being obedient to God, making sure that you're being led by God. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again, but in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.